This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hour three, my talk 1071, everything entertainment. It's Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with the one and only DJ Rock Lobster. <laughs> I do love the old-timey thing. You know, uh, our, our old producer, Ryan Perpich, God rest his soul, still alive working in the newsroom, he had told me, because people won't let me have access to the soundboard here. No. It's outrageous. No, because you'd be pressing buttons all day. Like I feel like I'm being, mm, I don't know, kind of profiled for my undiagnosed ADHD. I'll let that go. That's for HR to resolve. But Perpich said, you should just bring in your own old-timey Sound effect things. Yeah, like a slide, slide whistle, whistle, you know. A kazoo. One of those party things, you know, that the, the what's the party thing? The and it rolls out and rolls yep, back. That's fun. Uh, the crank thing, like the washing board. Crank. Maybe some symbols. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to have to carry in a bag every day. Just leave it here. Get a locker. Leave it here. Yeah. I got right. big news about Drake. All right, let's hear it. First of all, he's revealing that he did have COVID. We didn't know this. Oh, Drake had a bout with COVID, and he says that it wreaked havoc. And you don't read about this sort of physical side effect of COVID-19. Drake says it wreaked havoc on his hairline. Really? This according to page six. He's blaming his hairline on COVID-19. He's 34 he has been rocking this heart-shaped cutout in his hairline right up front since November of 2020 in anticipation of his next album, which is going to be called Certified Lover Boy. So a recent photo he shared to his Instagram stories, however, shows only the top half of the heart with the bottom portion of the heart sort of faded away. And hmm. he says, I had COVID. That bleep grew in weird. It's coming back. Don't diss. And they have a side-by-side photo on page six where you do see where it's much more heart. And then on the other one, it's totally, the bottom of it is totally gone. And he says his hairline's grown in weird because of COVID. Uh, Is this the first time we've heard this side effect? First time I've heard it. Yeah. Yep. Hair grows in weird. Hmm. He said, I was planning to release my album this month, but between surgery and rehab, I'm not sure what the surgery was on, energy has been dedicated to recovery. He posted that on his Instagram. Hmm. He was one of the first celebrities to be publicly tested after he hung out with NBA superstar Kevin Durant in March of 2020, just after Kevin Durant 
caught the virus. And he says back then, yeah, I had to do a test, but it came back negative, though. The test is uncomfortable, though. They put that Q-tip all the way up inside your thoughts and bleep. Yeah, I I dread having to do that again. That's so funny because we've talked about this before. I've gotten tested about eight times and it's always been spit. Never done spit. Well, I've only done it once, but I mean, it was bad. I've had three-time nose cavity. I've never done spit. Do they still go up really, really far where your your eyes yeah. roll in the back of your head? Yeah, the last time it happened, I think my mouth dropped open like, oh, and my head went back against the headrest hmm. involuntarily. Go to the airport, spit, do some spitting. Recommend How it. much? I hear you have to spit a lot. It's a decent amount. <laughs> How long did it take you I to fill know, the cup, you know, bro? About, uh, you know, a couple minutes. And it's weird because you, you, know, you can't eat anything for like a half hour before or drink anything. Oh, so you can't have water in your mouth. Right. And it. You just have to keep conjuring it up. Yep. Which that part's a little weird. But yeah, geez, I've never had the nostril thing. Isn't that wild how saliva just keeps coming back? Give it time. There's going to be more spit available in your mouth. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. How does it work? Think of all the involuntary things that happen. Huh. How many of us would be dead if we had to remember to breathe? <laughs> Right. One of the perks of the Apple Watch, of which I think it's an imperfect technology, but when I feel a little on my wrist, I can tell when it's gonna. I'm gonna look down and it's gonna say breathe. Do you want me to test it right now? I'm sure. Because I'll look down and it'll say breathe, and I will realize I've held my breath. So now you're gonna have to talk, and I'm gonna hold my breath, and then I'll tell you when it goes off. Okay. Okay. So um, maybe we'll get to it. Maybe we won't. But. Um, there's going to be a new movie coming out about the dark side of Playboy. It's called Secrets of Playboy. It's an A&E movie. Um, it, it's I think gonna, it's a 10-part series. It is a series, and it's going to like delve into the world of Hugh, that Hugh Hefner created. But, um, you know, they made, made the brand as if it was celebrating women, but this is going to take a look at a more sinister reality that, I guess, for decades allowed um this type of conduct to go on so we'll be hearing from women we'll be hearing from all sorts of people didn't do anything steve not doing anything all right here's here's a little bit of the trailer there was a side of playboy that nobody wants to talk about he was an advocate for sexual freedom and the first amendment and he really did believe he owned these women There's some things that I never saw the light of day. I didn't realize that getting into the Playboy world was a dangerous choice. He didn't want people to know what was really going on. I have extensive electronic equipment in the house, which includes videotape equipment. Sometimes things happen in the bedroom. It was a beautiful world. It looked that way, but it was really ugly. When you get someone that powerful, anything could happen. Anything. Okay, that, that... I wouldn't trade places with anyone else in the world. Yeah, this legacy should comprise the whole story. The people who are really there, they're the ones who know the real truth. Ooh, when is it? Uh, early 2022, it says. Oh, come on. Mm. Well, Don't here's the thing. Why are you surprised or... that Hugh Hefner's a creep and that bad things happen at Playboy? That seems like the least surprising thing. Well, I don't feel surprised, yeah. but I want to know more. You know, I've interviewed a couple of Playboy. Did you touch but... their hair? No, I, I okay. don't touch people. Um, it's kind of my thing. But they always seem like, like 
one girl that I interviewed, I couldn't even tell you her name. Um, she had her mom there on the shoot with her. There's always another woman there. Apparently, it was a positive experience. But maybe, you know, those one-timers might not know what other yeah. people know. Don't even get me started. I know, Steve. You know, I call I know. BS on this. Oh, he's a champion of sexual freedom. Or maybe he was like a womanizing pervert. Yeah. And object who objectified women, which isn't actually lifting them up. That's sexual freedom is a nuanced thing, I think. Don't get me started. We gotta go. Yeah, thankfully. We gotta go. Uh don't forget listener rewards in the month of August. We got tons of them. You can enter to win gift cards to Chipotle and Chuck and Don's. We've got a pink yeti tumbler. Tickets to the aforementioned Minnesota State Fair where they will not have mask mandates this year. We just found that out. Get registered for rewards if you're not already. Listen on the stream or on the app and enter to win. You can see everything we've got up for grabs in listen rewards on the app or at mytalk1071.com. All righty, my friends, when we come back, uh, we've got a couple of studies. Donna has this question for the group. Do you sit in the same chair at the kitchen table? Or anywhere in your house. Do you have a specific spot that you never deviate from? Deviate? Yeah, deviate. Deviate. Devalues deviate, right. I'll tell you all about the study, see how you compare to others. Coming up next on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Hi, everybody. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment coming up at 1130. Woo! It's Wednesday. Oh, my gosh. I forgot. The Millennial X Games. Yeah. 12 ah. minutes away. This is when I get quizzed on Donna's generation. She gets quizzed on my generation. And we have a couple lifelines. So you will have an opportunity, a millennial out there and a Gen Xer out there, to call in. We'll let you know when in just a few. How great. All right. In the meantime, we have this. Studies have shown that med- Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Okay. So I came across this study about uh, where most Americans are comfortable sitting at home like when you were growing up did your brothers and sisters at the kitchen table have just the same seat they always sat yeah dining room table was the same every single time i sat next i sat next to my mom my brother josh sat at the head one head of the table then scooty was across from me and then there was Janie, who would have been across from my mom, and then my dad was at the other head of the table every time. Well, in a new survey, two-thirds of Americans say they do have unofficial assigned seating in their homes. I definitely do in the living room. Okay, talk about that. I always sit with the TV, so I have an L-shaped couch, a sectional. Must be nice. <laughs> Which level? <laughs> Lower. Okay. If you were on the elevator, you'd have to hit the L button with the star next to it. Lobby. Um, So I watch the TV head on. Mm -hmm. Roomy, if we're watching together, is the TV's to his left. Yeah, so you have a position of dominance. Correct. Makes sense. Thank you. You pay the mortgage. Thank you. Anyway. My wife never sits in chairs, by the way, in our living room. I should say that. We have two chairs and then two couches. So couch on one side, couch on the other side, two chairs in the middle. All sort of it's sort of a conversational style mm-hmm. setup, but then and then the TV's up on the wall. She never sits in a chair. If ever there is a couch open, mom is in the couch, generally reclining on the couch. Oh, okay. That's fair. She's doing most of the work. Yeah. But I'd like to sit in the chairs. I like the straight-on version to the TV. I get that. Well, two-thirds of Americans say, yes, they have these, you know, unassigned, uh, these 
unofficial assigned seating. And most of those people say they're very passionate about their spot. In fact, 55% would feel uncomfortable sitting anywhere else. You know, my dad, you, it was always like, don't sit in dad's chair. Oh, yeah, no. Or dad's home, get out of his chair. Yep, we just get up. My dad comes in. We still do that. Isn't that funny? When he walks into the back living room at his house, even though if we're just sitting there, you just get up. All right, yeah. that's Pap's chair. That's so funny. It's so Archie Bunker. Yeah. Um, a lot of this is just routine. 63% of people say they actually associate positive memories with particular areas or pieces of furniture. Rocco, I see your living room having a bit more of a beanbag vibe. <laughs> What's the seating arrangement? Sort of or a hammock. We have some old school furniture, but, uh, you know, sort of mid-century mod type furniture. But no beanbag. Okay. I, I thought maybe you would have gone, you know, a little little more hippy-dippy on That's a there. good idea. With the no. beads coming into the living room. you. Oh, yeah. Like like Greg Brady's uh, yes. attic apartment. Yeah. Oh, so interesting. Um, fourteen percent of people say they um they don't have a table, or they don't have anyone to eat with. Wow. Oh, sorry guys. Yeah, some people are eating up at their kitchen islands now. I usually sit at the counter. It's not an island. Well, I guess technically it's an island. It is, but it's, it's a long island. It's a long island. I love it. I'm walking here. It is a long island. It's, it's one very, of the longest like islands I've ever seen in a in a in a uh, typical residential I home. I know. You should measure that sun gun. I'll do it. Okay. Okay, though. Uh, so I just thought that was really interesting, and then I also came across another study, Steve, that reminded me of you, because most people believe that some form of Personal finance should be taught in high schools. Only 8% of people say no. So why isn't every high school teaching kids how to handle money and avoid debt? Know. You know, there should know. be. I don't even remember that being offered as a like a an elective. No. In high school. I think some some schools have like. Uh, what is it? Life skills math. Oh, something okay. like that. That's smart. But it should be everywhere. I hate to beat the drum again. But go ahead. It's what you do. Trigonometry. Calculus. What percentage of the population is going to go to calculus? I just think that there's we have the wrong ladder. Well, I think if you're going to teach math and that's what you want to go to college for, then it's important to take those types of classes. Well, it's funny because we do pre-algebra in seventh grade. The school that I went to, I think, had pre-algebra in seventh wow. grade. Then out. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Algebra 1, then Algebra 2, then Geometry, then Trig, then Calc. That was the path, 7th through 12th grade. 
screw pre-algebra. If you want to keep calculus, fine. But although in seventh grade, I don't know if you have a good enough grip, I feel like it should be closer to your graduation that there is personal finance that's taught. Credit scores, how to buy a house, what the bleep is escrow, savings accounts, CDs, mutual funds, individual Mm -hmm. stocks, 401ks, IRAs, Mm -hmm. Roth IRAs, Bitcoin. I mean, even getting into crypto and stuff sounds silly now. Even dare I say... Uh-oh. That they should be teaching oh boy. about non-fungible oh. tokens in our high school if things continue the way that they are. Is that thing fungible? No, it's not fungible. It looks so fungible to me. No, it's not. Second thought, maybe it's fungible. Let's ask Donna and Steve. Time to talk non-fungible tokens with NFT experts Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. <laughs> The units of data. They make the techies chatter, that's in. My friend. I'll tell you, women and men, <laughs> it's those non-fungibles. Runs with launchables. Tokens NFT. To be clear, <laughs> that was all I had to say about non-fungible tokens. Yeah, it's it. just that at this rate, we'll probably have to start teaching about them someday in personal finance class. There you be, the <laughs> news on NFTs. They're so non-fungible. My John's non-fungible. Now you know the deal on NFTs. Yeah. One of my dear friends, and I hesitate to say her name, but she works in in radio in the Twin Cities. Her name is Amy James. She and I are extremely close. And she also is a big believer in these personal finance classes. She's very passionate mm-hmm, about that. Mm-hmm. She guest co-hosted TCL the other day. And I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We talk money a lot. A lot. Do you know what the other person makes? Um, not, uh, I have an idea. We don't share it. Okay, I didn't know how I much mean, you were talking. All right, that's fine. We Why don't, don't we play yeah. a game? It's getting awkward. I would love to play a game. We would love for you to play with us. We need a millennial and a Gen Xer to call us. So call right now, 651-641-1071. You could win a fabulous prize next. Generation X versus Millennials. These are the Millennial X Games. Steve, the Millennial. <sighs> I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host, DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. <laughs> all right. Well, spent about five minutes getting that all under yeah, control. Yeah, that's fun. But that's great. It's under control. And on the phone, we have Dawn, the Gen Xer. She's our Gen Xer. She's 50. Nice. Is that you? Is that you, Dawn, on line one? Or did you hang up? I'm here, Don. Yeah. Okay, great. Hey, Don. Hi, Don. Um, we're just gonna say hi to you. You want to, any questions for Don? Don and Steve. Um, Don, where are you calling from? I'm calling from North St. Paul. What Woo! a journey, Don. You were the first voice that I talked to as I was doing the the phone screening, and it went downhill from there. Yeah, you didn't know where the hold button was. Oh, I shouldn't have. Yeah, you shouldn't have. Okay. Anyway, yeah. all right. you got it though. All right, I'll put Don on hold, and we'll talk to She's Rachel. Hey, Rachel, Rachel, how are you? Good. Good. Wonderful. Nice. Is Dawn, wait, is Rachel? Rachel's is, the millennial. Millennial. So she... Guess her age, Donna. Um, 36. Very close. 38. Ooh. Okay, nice. this is great. This Boy, is great. you sound okay. young. All right. I think we got it. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask Donna uh, three questions about uh, millennial pop culture stuff, and I'm going to ask Steve three questions about Gen X pop culture stuff, and... At some point, you may go to one of those callers as your lifeline. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, how, who wants to start? Um, Steve, you pick. Uh, I will. I've already reached out toward the wheel. Okay. okay uh, here it goes. Movies. <laughs> movies. Okay, Steve. In 1992, Marissa Tomei was a surprise Oscar winner in this Joe Pesci, Ralph Macchio movie. Can you name that movie? Crap. My biological clock is ticking like this. <laughs> My cousin Vinny, final answer. Hey, you're welcome. That was really nice, of you Donna. You're welcome. I was. That was nice. Good job. Good job, nice. Steve. All right, Steve's good. I really didn't want to burn a lifeline. All right, Donna, you spin the wheel. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Television. Television. All right, Donna. Okay. In 2003, mm-hmm. this competitive reality show made its debut. And it culminated with Adrienne Curry. Adrian, Adrienne yeah, yeah, Curry yeah. being the winner. She later went on to marry Peter Brady yes, in real life. Yes, she did. Name the show. I think. Oh, shoot. Was it Big Brother? I think I know it. Oh, shoot. Oh, can I ask what it aired on? No, no, you can't. I don't don't know. No, you can't. I think I do. Oh, I watched every episode of this season, and I don't... It's not the real world, because that aired long before, in the 90s. It was the debut. It was an amazing race. Couples therapy? No, they weren't a couple. It wasn't... This is before she married Peter Brady, a few years right. before. Right, that's where they met. Or is it? Mm. Oh, shoot. Oh, she, she was on it. Mm-hmm. America's Top Model Final. Yeah. Oh, God, it took me a second, because then they did a show, a reality show together. Yeah. Nice job, Donna. You got it. Thanks, Steve. One to one. One one, and the lifelines are still there. Round two. All right, you ready, Steve? Yes. Okay. Come on. Television. Okay. If uh, you were a Gen Xer and you were watching television, Mm -hmm. and a show came on where the main characters were a crack commando unit consisting of Murdoch, B.A. Baracus, Face and Hannibal, what show would you be watching? Hmm. Is this MASH? Hannibal, I kind of feel like it's MASH. Murdoch feels mashy. Mace. Face. Face. All right, that could be mashy. And B.A. Baracus. Hey, B.A., get over here. Line up, will you? <laughs> Um, I'm going to go mash final answer. Dang it. Oh. Can I guess? Sure. Is it the A team? It is the A team. Oh, darn it. Cool. With Woo. Mr. T as oh. BA Baracus. You're a fool. <laughs> That's exactly wow, what his that was great. was. <laughs> what was his catchphrase? Wow. Oh, I pity the fool. You had fool, right? Yeah, oh, thank you. Um, all right. <laughs> all right, so uh, two, 
one no, to one, 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 one to one. You have a chance to go up here. Okay, okay, here I go. This. <laughs> big money, big movies. Uh-oh. Movies. All right, Donna, you probably remember the Freaky Friday movie from 1976. Whatever. About a mom and a daughter that switch roles. Mm. But do you remember the 2003 reboot? Mm. Who was the mom and who was the daughter? Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was the mom, uh-huh. and the daughter was Lindsay Lohan Final. Oh. Wow. Thank you. All right, do you remember who was in the 76 one? Oh. How about somebody like um, Elizabeth Taylor? Yeah, no. okay. No. Um, ah, I don't. Uh, one was Jodie Foster. The other was Barbara Harris. Oh, I'm trying to remember what I Barbara love Harris Foster. was also famous for. Who knows? Who cares? Does this mean you're up to she your was one? She in Nashville. Yes, sir. Oh, darn it. Okay, 2-1, going into the third question here. It's Lifelines, Steve. Oh, Lifelines are still there. Yes. Um, we'll see. Ready to go, Steve? Yes, ready. Okay. Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Steve might get this one. He's a big sporty guy. We'll see. All right. In January of 1983. My, the year of my birth. Was it? Okay. This 26-year-old shocked the tennis world by announcing he was retiring from the game, despite having just won five consecutive Wimbledon championships. Wow. I think that's that's Bjorn Borg, but I'm going to bring Don, my lifeline, in. And Don, let's talk tennis here for a moment. Do you think it was Bjorn Borg who stepped down after winning five consecutive Wimbledons? Hey, Don. I think Don's there. Don, Don, are you still there? Oh, no. Don. Don. I'm still here. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, you got to listen to the... the okay, yeah. yeah we get so, it. You I'm were sorry. Listening. My dog needed to go out. Oh, I totally no, baby, get it. Buddy, buddy. So, so we're talking sorry. tennis here. Do you think that it's Bjorn Borg who stepped down after winning five consecutive Wimbledon, stepping down in the year 1983? <sighs> Maybe. Or who's that real old tennis guy? <laughs> Older tennis guy. John McEnroe. <laughs> he kept playing. Yeah, go with that. All right, we're going to go double B, Bjorni Borgi, final answer. Yes. 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 Wow. All right. Good job, Steve. Nice job, Don. All right. <laughs> All right. Now so we have Donna a has a chance to win. All right, I'm going to have Rachel standing by, yeah, please. If you do, oh, if you get this. Ready? All right, here I go. Go. Music. Music. All right, we're going to talk about 2003 again. What two female performers shocked the world when they kissed on stage at the MTV Music Awards? I got this. Darn, I was going to write it a little harder, but go ahead. It's Madonna. It's Britney Spears. You're right. The Uh, end. Yeah! I get a lot of complaints that the questions are too hard. I was going to say, who was the third person on stage who also kissed Madonna but was not seen on TV because the camera cut away? Christina Aguilera. Correct! Donna wins! Nice job, Donna. You didn't even need Rachel, who was online, too. But we'll talk to her anyways. Yay! No worries. We did it. Good job. Way to go. Thank you. Hang on the line, okay, Rachel? Yeah, and here's the deal. Rachel's going to get a hat, and because um, our 1030 caller didn't want the MyTalk t-shirt, I'm going to give that to uh, Dawn. All right. Everybody's a winner. Everybody's a winner, yes. All right.
Okay. Have a great day, you guys. Bye, Thank ladies. You. Nice Thank job. You. Thank you. Hey, uh, when we come back in the final stretch of the Donna and Steve show, there's a new sneaker inspired by very popular cartoon character. I think you're going to like it. Fantastic. And then what happened? I can't wait to figure that out. We'll see if we can all figure it out during the break who it is. And don't forget, Rocco mentioned at 11 o'clock that the Minnesota State Fair has announced that they're not going to do attendance limits. They're not going to do mask mandates. But they ask you to be smart uh, when you come out to the fairgrounds. Happening August 26th to September 6th, my talk will be there. You can come watch your favorite shows weekdays from 6 until 6 on the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage. We have special weekend broadcast schedules just for the fair. Find our building. We are on Underwood Street, just south of Randall Avenue. And make sure that you register to win $1,000 from AARP. More info at mytalk1071.com. Keyword fair. We're coming right back on Don and Steve. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Hey. Hey, Steve, don't forget we have a YouTube channel. Yeah, My we Talk do. Does. You can see some various segments of the shows. Uh, I think our latest was us talking about Ted Lasso. Yeah. And then, by the way, yeah. uh, Steve and I actually had dinner, sort of. It was dinner. a half dinner. I ate, she sat and watched. Um, but we did take a little video and that I believe has about mm, 20,000 views right now on Instagram. Why, why are people watching that? Do you think? I don't know. Let me look this up. Just to see how we interact when we're off the air. I don't know. Look it up. Yeah. Um, so anyway, you could follow us. Steve is at KSTP Steve. I am at Valentine Donna. I think I last posted in 2019. <laughs> mm, yeah, honestly, your Instagram is just a graveyard of memories. Yeah, it's just a bunch of dog pictures. Anyway, follow me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get better. Uh, State fair's coming. I'll post fine. stuff, you know. Um, are you seeing it? Yeah, but you can't tell the views unless you own the video. Oh, I see. So Hannah, uh, Millennial Hannah. Who just said to me, okay, Boomer. Yeah, she also came in. They're doing construction out in our parking lot for the next couple of weeks. And she came in, and I thought she was serious at first. She said, can you guys do a podcast where you ask those construction guys what they're doing? Oh, my God. And then she walked out. And she was like, why aren't you talking to us? And then she said, is Donna your new TCL co-host? Is Elizabeth ever coming back? (laughs) That was it. These are all real. And if you think there's like a follow-up and there's a conversation that we're not telling you about, there never is. It's one line. We say something. She's already started walking away from us. And then sometimes she comes back 30 seconds later. Other times we don't talk with her for four days. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Why is she always in a mood? Mm. Mm. I don't okay, I won't. I was just... Test- no, you sound nice. I was just yep. testing something out. No, you it. have good vibrato. Thanks. Okay, so Adidas has a new... I guess it's Mm-mm. more of a shoe. Mm-mm. Adidas. Mm-mm. Adidas. Adidas. I'm not saying Adidas. That's, that's how they, how, say, it that's how they said it's pronounced. Okay, but you're not going to find one American saying Adidas. I've heard, I've heard Germans call it Drei Streipe because, because three stripes. We call it Adidas. Adidas. But the, the, the la, it's a last name. And the last name is pronounced Adidas. Not my issue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. All right. 
Adidas did a sneaker collaboration with Ned Flanders. Oh. I linked this up. It's really cute. They're kind of more like boat shoes. Is that what you that call makes those? Sense. Yeah. And they're super cute. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Cute. It won't surprise you to know that our childhood neighbors called us the Flanders. Really? They were real ruffians next door to us. <laughs> they called Just doing you the parties Flanders. and all that. Yeah. Did you make Nacho's Flanders style? <laughs> Wait, why did they call you that? Because, you know, they were more like party, loosey-goosey. And you were like the clean Christian family, proper, Mm -hmm. prim. That's okay. That's okay. (laughs) Look, you guys all turned out pretty good. Yeah, we're fine. I don't know, I, but I don't Do you know, know how, how the, they're doing. I don't know how the Simpsons are doing, <laughs> <laughs> or what's his face? Nelson lived across the street. Uh, Nelson. All right, so I will link that up for everybody. I don't know how much they cost, but I thought it was super cute, so I got that. For I need you. some boat shoes. I need some uh, fair shoes. Remember, I wore some fair shoes a few years ago. You made fun of them, so they looked like they were made of rubber or they plastic. Looked, they looked real cheap. They were. They and were twenty you, bucks at Target. Listen, you're a big TV money guy. Okay. You can. Do better. You know, I just went out and bought three new pairs of shoes. DSW, not sure if you ever heard of it. Designer Shoe Warehouse. And I... I had a coupon I could have given you. Please never give me a coupon. <laughs> um, but I really like these two pairs that I got. I got some boots. I got some dress shoes. And then I got what I thought were going to be my fair, casual sneakers. But I'm not trying to wear like New Balance or Adidas. I'm not, try- not cross-training out there. I just want to look put together but casual and not dress shoey. And then they, I only tried them on one foot, and I think because of my bunion, hashtag warrior, hashtag survivor, they don't, they're not going to work because my bunion like protrudes. Why don't you protrudes. just cut a little hole for your bunion? No. He's trying to get loose. <laughs> let him out. Just kind of like my flabalage. My- Who let bunion out? <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Okay. Um, that's a great story. Um, so listen to this story. Seriously. I did link this up. Okay. You don't hear a lot about cats rescuing people. You know, if they're like, okay, Betty's fallen. No, the cat's like, cool, that bed's mine now. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Right. Um, That was not the case. There is a pet cat that helped lead rescuers to its 83-year-old owner who had fallen 70 feet down a ravine in, this has got to be in England because it says North um, Cornwall. Do they say she like fell down a tube? 
Now, I'll look for other clues, though. Um, they were searching for this woman when a member of the public heard her cat, Perrin or Perron, meowing. That led rescuers to the victim who had fallen down this this drop that was difficult to access and it had a lot of uneven terrain. Uh, Perron, the cat, saved the day. There was a helicopter that came out. I want to know what the cat was doing out with her. Maybe she was just holding it. Some people hold their cats. And just walking around outside with Do cat? any cats walk? Or is that a thing? Cats just don't walk. They won't be leashed and walked. I don't think they prefer it. But you could walk one. You could train one. You could train it to go on the toilet. City Kitty. That was a product featured on Shark Tank. Oh, what is that? It's... A, a training device to get your cat to use the toilet. Oh. And you put it on top of the toilet, and then they go up and they use it, and then I believe over time you don't need it. They take it away. That's great. And take it's, it get away it, now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you put City Kitty right on top of it, twenty seven ninety nine. You get it today, and you start with it, and then you train them with it, and then there's no litter box needed. It starts with full litter. There's like a thing that you put under the toilet seat. And then you you begin to train it, and you remove a center disc from the litter base. Okay. Now there's like a donut of litter. And then by the time you get to step three, there's no litter box needed. These sons of guns will climb right up onto the toilet and drop it like it's hot right there. That's remarkable. Especially because cats don't like water. Like, if you put a cat anywhere near, like, a bathtub or a pool, they will freak the bleep out. Yeah. So, knowing that there's water right below them, that's kind of impressive. It's crazy that they can be taught to do this. Really remarkable. Cats are incredible creatures. And I'm just really happy that this cat was able to help rescuers. In England, find its owner. You stretching for time? Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're almost at the end. I was waiting for the applause. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, what a, what another yeah. story. Well delivered. <laughs> Emotionally even keel. You know, you're supposed to pause for a second yes. just in case. All right. Thanks, guys. You're not exactly an Andy Rooney one signing off. You know, that's what we need to do. More Andy Rooney sign offs. You know what, I wonder? Hate. <laughs> what is it with flat screen TVs? They never seem to be taking up too much room to me. What are you going to do back there anyway? (laughs) And his desk was always so messy. It looks like he had just been, it was a hit piece. And an investigative camera crew came in and said, what do you think about flat screen TVs? (laughs) I loved Andy Rooney. Oh gosh, He was great. All right. Well, Donna. Well, another uh, show under our belt. Sure is. What do you say we go have a picnic? Yeah, we're having a big uh, company picnic out front. Radio had to go first, test for food poisoning, and then the TV (laughs) pate starts at noon. So true. All right, Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Have a great day, everyone. Good night.